Hello there, I'm Brandon Julian, the host of the Update Podcast. We have been banished from broadcasting today, but much like a celebrity dev hoax, we will be popping up intermittently until next week. Now, if you are hearing this, this means one of three things. Either A, today is an off day from the College of Staten Island, and I am at home relaxing comfortably in my bed. Uh, B, I'm either sick because of the interchanging weather, or C, I am out with my wife. I will personally let you figure out which is which on your own time. Anyway, in the meantime, while you're figuring that out, enjoy a rebroadcast of the update from our archive. Looking back at the past three years we did on radio and also during this coronavirus crisis from the very beginning. So it might just sound a little bit different, just with really better microphone quality. Anyway, until next time, enjoy today's rebroadcast of the update. And in the words of Roger Grimsby, Bill Butel, hoping that your news will be good news, I thank you very much for joining me. Good luck, be safe, and please be well. You're listening to The Update with Brandon Julian on New York's only EDM station. This is 90.3 WKRB, Kingsborough Community College, Brooklyn, New York. Good morning. There's been a chilling discovery that happened in the overnight. A New Jersey man has been arrested after entering St. Patrick's Cathedral of two, gan- two cans of gasoline, this just after the Notre Dame Cathedral fire. We'll have the latest details. New York City is embedding and fighting a tobacco crisis, and there's a new effort happening to discourage children from smoking flavored tobacco. The Mets so far now have had a losing road trip. Jake Arrieta pitched nearly into the ninth inning. Scott Kingry and Cesar Hernandez each hit solo homers as the Phillies beat the Mets. In Washington, the wait is almost over, but the president is blasting the investigation into Russian meddling as the greatest political hoax of all time, just hours before the long-awaited release of special counsel Robert Mueller's report. And the end will soon be nigh for the MetroCard. The MTA showed off its new tap-based payment system, known as Omni, at a board meeting in Lower Manhattan. This is the update Thursday, April the 18th, 2019. You're listening to 90.3 WKRB, Brooklyn's best rhythmic station. And now, Brandon Julian with an hour of news and information. And your exclusive WKRB forecast. This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB and WKRB.org. Everything you need to know because anything can happen in New York City. And good morning, everyone. Uh, Welcome to the update on a Thursday morning. It's a rather cloudy Thursday around here. But we are almost here. Spring break is is right, is knocking on the door. I'm Brandon Julian. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm joined alongside uh, Chris, uh, Chris and George. Good morning, good morning, gentlemen. How are how are you guys doing this morning? It is going good, Wonderful. Brandon. It's nice yeah, to see you, man. 
Thanks. We have a lot of news uh, we have to get to this morning. Uh, we will begin in Manhattan over at St. Patrick's Cathedral, where we've learned that a New Jersey man has been arrested after entering St. Patrick's Cathedral with two cans of gasoline. Police say the 37-year-old man was stopped by security after he entered the landmark cathedral just before 8 o'clock last night. As the man was turned, police say gasoline spilled out onto the floor. Security then notified nearby police who questioned the man outside the church and then took him into custody. Police say the man was carrying over four gallons of gas, two bottles of lighter fluid, and two butane lighters. Police are still talking to the man who claimed that his minivan had run out of gas. Of course, the incident comes just days after flames ravaged the Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris. On to some of the other news of this Thursday. An immigration and customs enforcement agents that are looking to make arrests outside of courthouses here in New York now can't do so without a judicial warrant or orders. That's according to a new directive from the State Office of Court Administration that took effect yesterday. Immigrant advocates say that courthouses here in New York and elsewhere have increasingly become places where immigrants have been taken into federal immigration custody. A report by the Immigrant Defense Project says that there were 178 arrests in New York State courthouses last year, compared to 11 in all of 2016. Advocates say that immigrants have been afraid to come visit courts as a result. Chief Administrative Judge Lawrence Marks says the system needs people to be willing to come to court for judges to be able to do their jobs. ICE didn't immediately comment to a request from the AP. WKRB News Time is now 9.33. New York State... And it, was announced, it was announced yesterday that New York State will grant free state tuition and room and board to the families of New York military members who are killed or disabled while on duty. Governor Cuomo announced the move yesterday, just days after Republican lawmakers accused the Democratic-led state assembly of blocking legislation to expand scholarships for Gold Star families. Cuomo said that there's no need to wait for lawmakers to act, so he's directed education officials to begin covering tuition costs for dependents of fallen or permanently disabled service members. The state already covered tuition for dependents of service members killed or disabled in combat or in training, but that didn't cover all military deaths or injuries. Uh, Cuomo says the expansion will cost several million dollars, but it's a small price to pay to honor Gold Star families. Meanwhile, this morning, you may not know it, but New York City is battling a tobacco crisis. And now there's a new effort to discourage children from smoking flavored tobacco. The campaign that was announced yesterday called Flavors Hooks Kids NYC is a partnership of the NAACP, the Campaign for Tobacco-Free Kids, the American Cancer Society, and other organizations. 
The coalition says that it will launch advertisements to educate the public about the dangers of menthol and flavored tobacco and how many children get hooked on cigarettes after trying flavored products. The group says that more than three-fourths of kids who reported having tried tobacco say that they started with a flavored product. WKRB News Time is now 9.35. The Board of Health yesterday, they voted to expand last week's emergency declaration ordering mandatory measles vaccinations in four Brooklyn zip codes. Uh, The continuing order, which was voted unanimously yesterday, will end when health officials declare that the emergency is over. It applies to children ages six months and older with fines for noncompliance. We all know that New York City has struggled to contain a measles outbreak that's been centered in the ultra-Orthodox Jewish neighborhoods in Brooklyn while battling a lawsuit over its effort to require vaccinations. We told you about on Monday that the city had to close the preschool portion of a private Jewish school because the school had failed to turn over vaccination and attendance records. New York City has confirmed 329 cases of measles since the outbreak began in October. Meanwhile, out in Queens, a seven-year-old boy was fatally struck and killed while crossing a street. Police say that Cameron Brown was crossing westbound on Gypsum Street behind a stationary yellow school bus when he was pinned against the rear of the bus by a van driven by a 22-year-old male. It happened at around 3 o'clock yesterday afternoon. The boy was taken to St. John's Episcopal Hospital, where he was pronounced dead. Police say the driver of the van did remain at the scene. Delity Kirby News Times going on 937. There's a presidential candidate down in Guatemala who's now been arrested in Miami on drug charges. Manhattan U.S. Attorney Jeffrey Berman says Mario Amiclar Estrada Orleana promised to let a drug cartel use Guatemalan ports and airports. He says that Estrada and a second defendant also conspired to try to arrange the assassinations of political rivals. Estrada was arrested yesterday in Miami, along with fellow defendant Juan Pablo Gonzalez Mayoraga. Both were charged with conspiring to import cocaine into the United States and a related weapons offense. It's unclear who will represent them when the men appear before a federal magistrate in Miami this afternoon. Uh, Berman did credit the DEA with using confidential sources to convince Estrada and Gonzalez that they were dealing with members of a powerful Mexico-based drug cartel. To the state capitol in Albany we go now, where there's a group of lawmakers that have joined the victims of sexual harassment to demand more hearings on the problem and what the state can do, <coughs> excuse me, and what the state can do about it. Uh, several members of the Democratic-led Senate and Assembly gathered yesterday at City Hall here in New York to urge their leaders to hold more hearings. Uh, 
They were joined by ex-legislative aides who have reported harassment by their former bosses in Albany. The group has pushed for hearings for years, saying that victims deserve to tell their stories and that lawmakers must find better ways to address harassment in both the public and private sectors. The Democratic-controlled Senate and Assembly held a day-long hearing on sexual harassment earlier this year. It was the first hearing devoted to the topic in nearly 30 years. WKRB News Time is now 9.39. Also this morning, former radical activist Judith Clark has now been granted parole after serving more than 37 years behind bars for her role as a getaway driver in a deadly 1981 Brinks Armor truck robbery here in New York. Clark's spokesman says that her parole was approved yesterday. Governor Cuomo had praised Clark's behavior as a model prisoner when he commuted her 75 years to life sentence in 2016 to make her eligible for parole. The 69-year-old inmate has trained service dogs, founded an AIDS education program, and consoled mothers behind bars. Uh, Clark had a parole hearing on April 3rd and had presented support statements for more than 2,000 people. But some law enforcement officials and the families of the victims opposed her release. The $1.6 million Brinks heist in suburban New York led to the shooting deaths of two police officers and a security guard. The parole board first denied Clark's release back in 2017, saying that she was, quote, still a symbol of violent terroristic crime. And finally, this morning, across the river in Fort Lee in New Jersey, we all know there's still the talk of congestion pricing going on. But now two two New Jersey congressmen are saying no way to New York City's plan to charge motorists a fee for entering Manhattan. Democrats Josh Gottheimer and Bill Parcell announced legislation yesterday to protect New Jersey motorists who already pay up to $15 for bridge or tunnel tolls. One provision would deny federal transportation funding to New York if New Jersey commuters who pay bridge or tunnel tolls aren't exempted from the new fee. The details of the fee plan are still being finalized and won't go into effect until 2021, and it'll be used to fix New York City's mass transit system. Uh, Parcel called it a raw deal for New Jersey commuters. And New York would become the first American city to use so-called congestion pricing to decrease congestion and fund mass transit improvements. Speaking of mass transit, the MTA showed off their new tap-based payment system known as Omni at a board hearing in Lower Manhattan yesterday which means the end is nigh for the Metro card pretty soon. We'll tell you about that in our honorable mention a little later in the program. Uh, WKRB News Time now 942. Speaking of the MTA, we still have a lot more to cover on the update this Thursday morning. It's uh, it's, just, it's not exactly very appealing out there so far. Uh, we have lots of clouds hanging around, and the rails look really good for the most part. Even I can't believe I'm saying that. Uh, your traffic and weather together is coming up next. 
And then we're going to talk some sports this morning, including how the Mets now have a losing road trip going into the final stretch in St. Louis as they faced the Phillies yesterday. It's all coming up in just one minute. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Thursday morning here on 90.3 WKRB. News for New Yorkers who never stop moving. You're listening to the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. The following is made possible by Dad. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling all over it. <laughs> the dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. Why do you have to be careful when it's raining cats and dogs? Because you might step in a poodle. <laughs> and kids that spend more time with their dads grow up to be smarter, more successful. Can I tell you a cat joke? Just kidding. <laughs> and with any luck... Funnier adults. Why didn't the skeleton go to the dance? Because he didn't have anybody to go with. Dad jokes rule. So take a moment to make a moment and give your kid a laugh. <laughs> it's as easy as going to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. <laughs> That's really funny. Of all the radio stations in New York, we just happen to be one of them. This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for traffic and weather together. Hey, WKRB News Time now, 944. Uh, let's get you started by checking the local subways this morning. Uh, your 456 NQR and W trains and the Staten Island Railway, they all have midday planned work on them. Uh, for more in-depth information, you can check your customer information center at your local subway station under weekday work. Or you can visit mta.info. They have all the information up there as well. Uh, all the other subways that do not have planned work on them, they're running on or close to schedule. Uh, let's go over to the roadways briefly, if you happen to be driving around. Uh, we're going to start in Manhattan on the West Side Highway going southbound. There's an accident that takes out the right lane over at exit 11 near 96th Street. You back it up to Dykeman Street over at exit 17. In the South Bronx, the Bruckner Expressway westbound, earlier accidents been cleared. You have delays, though, backing you up to the ramps of the Whitestone Bridge as you merge over with I-95. And, of course, the usual building traffic as you head to and from the George Washington Bridge. Uh, alternate side parking is actually suspended today for Holy Thursday. But you do have to pay the meters. There's still no effect, and the garbage and recycling is on schedule. Let's take a first look right now at our exclusive WKRB forecast. Uh, you've been outside this morning. Uh, well, it's it hasn't exactly been very appealing, per say, exactly. Um, I don't think there's any other way I can describe it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. There's just no other way to describe it. It's it's just not very appealing. The weather's outside. always going crazy. Uh, uh, outside <laughs> right now. Uh, George is in. He has details in our exclusive uh, WKRB fork is you think George there's a chance we're going to see the sun at all today or do we have to wait as they send that old song do we have to wait 
until tomorrow. I think it's to gone. To be honest, I'm not even, I don't think we'll see the sun much for the past, for the next couple of days, I think, you know, <laughs> all this rain. Um, so today we have a high of 63 degrees. So the temperature isn't, isn't all bad, but we have a chance of light rain right now uh, until early afternoon. Uh, tonight, we have a low of 56 degrees, a slight chance of drizzle or light rain. And for Friday, areas of drizzle before noon, a chance of showers and thunderstorms afternoon, and areas of fog. Otherwise, we'll have a high of 70 degrees for Friday. And for Friday night, we'll be around the 60s, showers and thunderstorms possible, uh, and some gusty winds as well. And for Saturday, again, continuing showers and thunderstorms before noon, and... uh We'll have a steady temperature around 63 degrees. And that's uh, the weather for today, tonight, Friday, Saturday. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much, George. Currently outside of your stepping out, it's 54 degrees and cloudy. Uh, humidity at 56%. Winds out of the east around 4 miles an hour. 54 degrees. We're going up to around uh, 63 or so this afternoon. WKRB News Time is now 947. Now, with the latest scores and highlights, it's time for the sports update. Somehow, some way, despite the uh, pitching problems and all that, the New York Mets are still in the thick of the National League East. Even if they did split a series with Atlanta, and after yesterday, they dropped two out of three to the Phillies. Uh, Jake Arrieta pitched nearly, neatly, I should say, into the ninth inning. Scott Kingery and Cesar Hernandez hit solo homers. And the Phillies beat the Mets 3-2. Arietta allowed one run and six hits, inducing three double-play grounders. The veteran righty is pitched like the ace who won the 2015 National League Cy Young Award with the Cubs. He's thrown at least seven innings in three straight starts and lowered his ERA to 1.93. Let's turn over to basketball now. No, we're not talking about the Brooklyn Nets in their playoff series. We're talking, uh, we're talking about the New York Knicks. What happens when you let Isaiah Thomas run a basketball team? Let me guess it's not good, is it? <laughs> the New York Knicks, they're excited and they're actually optimistic. They know that there is the chance to quickly turn around what was the NBA's worst record at 17-65 and 65 this season. They shared the best odds of landing the number one pick in the draft lottery and they possibly have enough money to afford two top players in free agency. Uh, Hall of Famer Patrick Ewing will represent them on stage at the May 14th draft lottery. And finally this morning, Islander fans, they are still reveling over their sweep of the Penguins. But they insist that they aren't done after winning just the sec the franchise's second playoff series in the last 26 years. Of course, the Islanders finished off the Penguins 3-1 to in Game 4 to complete a surprising sweep of one of the NHL's marquee teams. The Islanders gave up just six goals in the series, a style that they believe will serve them well against either Washington or Carolina in the second round. In terms of today's action, Yankees, they're at the stadium to face the Royals tonight at 635. Domingo Herman will get the ball for the Yankees. Homer Bailey goes for Kansas City. And the Nets, they're at Barclays Center to face the 76ers tonight at 8 for Game 3 
of the first round of their Eastern Conference playoff series. Uh, WKRB News Times now 9.50. When we come back on the update this morning, it's time to talk about our weirder but true story. Uh, there's a man who was sleeping in a dumpster. And it gets worse. How worse? I can't tell. I can't tell you that. I can't tell you that. You just have to listen and find out. And then we'll also talk about what happened on this day in history. It's coming up in just one minute. This is the update with Brian and Julian on a Thursday morning here on ninety point three WKRB. Keep it tuned in to WKRB. The update returns in a moment. is just a really, really, really good guy. The term good egg isn't enough to describe him. He's also certified organic and free range. Rich puts the cap back on everything. The toothpaste, the olive oil, the shampoo, everything. He lets his 10-year-old nephew beat him at virtual tennis, even though he can straight up slay his 10-year-old nephew in virtual tennis. When the toilet paper is running low, Rich replaces the roll on the actual holder, not just on the back of the toilet. Rich is texting and driving. Rich, no. What are you doing, Rich? I was just telling everyone how great you are. Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Page in common sense. Page in common sense. Is there any common sense left in the room? This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Welcome back to the update, Brandon Julian here. Thursday morning here on 90.3 WKRB. Also streaming online, WKRB.org. You know, that's always uh, it's always one of our favorite PSAs to play during the show because we always sit around here and just say and just be like, what are you do what are you doing? No, no, no. It reminds me of those old direct TV commercials when it tells you not to do certain mm-hmm. things. Like, what are you doing, Rich? What are you doing, I was just, Rich? I was just telling people how great you are. You look great, man. <laughs> anyway, we'll give you another check of our exclusive WKRB forecast coming up in our next half hour. Uh, of course, we are on the road to spring break. I've debated my own. I've debated my own tenure about how how many times I should be here during spring break because it's always the opportunity to catch up on sleep. Maybe take friends. Maybe go go see a movie. Go out to go out to dinner, uh, play a couple rounds of golf. I don't know. What are you, Donald Trump now? Playing golf? I don't play. I, I, don't, see. I don't play golf. <laughs> I don't play golf. I barely play mini golf. Anyway, WKRB News Time now nine fifty four. Uh, it's time to talk about the weird but true story we have this Thursday, and for that we go to McKee's Rock, Pennsylvania. Authorities say a man who was sleeping. In a dumpster, it gets worse. The man who was sleeping in the dumpster was tossed into the back of a garbage truck as the trash was being emptied, causing him to lose his prosthetic leg. 
WPXI-TV reports that the incident occurred around 2 o'clock this morning in McKee's Rocks. The truck driver heard the man yelling and called 911. Officials say that while he was in the back of the truck, the man realized that his lower his prosthetic lower leg was missing. Uh, he searched for it for about 30 minutes before police ordered him to stop. Uh, the man didn't appear to be injured in the accident, but he was taken to a hospital to be evaluated. Uh, his name has not been released as of yet. Authorities say, though, that they would continue searching for the missing, uh, the missing prosthetic leg. It really, ha- it really has to suck. Like you, some people are less for- Some people are less fortunate than others. Um, but so hopefully. You know, hopefully he'll be able to. Uh, uh, hopefully he will be able to find his uh, prosthetic. Uh, like, yeah, be able I, to I find his. Like, how do you just get into leg. that incident in general, though? Nobody, nobody exactly knows. Uh, let's give you an an early honorable mention. We'll have a couple more later on in our, at the end at the end of our little broadcast. Uh, Carl's Jr. We all know them. They're a burger place. Uh they're making the ultimate happy meal, and I say happy meal in quotes, for just one day. The Tennessee-based company just announced it's testing a CBD burger in the pot-friendly state. It's called the Rocky Mountain High Cheeseburger Delight, and the burger will be sold at one location for one day only in Colorado. Of course, the date, April 20th, or 420. 420-day or 4.20 are all slang for marijuana. Uh, The burger features a sauce infused with the cannabis extract CBD, and Carl's Jr. says the burger could make it to its permanent menu. Of course, they can do that because marijuana is legal out there in, uh, in Colorado. It's not legal here yet. Legislature upstate has been debating it for a long, long time, but they've been butting heads like a couple rams over, and they haven't come to an uh, agreement just yet. Uh, WKRB News time now, 9.57. Let's talk about what happened on this day in history for this uh, April the 18th. Uh, the highlight of this day, you hear that? Why does it sound like there's a ghost in here so- yeah, I think, I think there's a ghost in here. Ooh. That's probably it. <laughs> Yo, Brenda, someone's spying on you, man. Rich. Rich, are you all right? Oh, yeah, I blame Rich. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing, Rich? <laughs> what are you doing, Rich? He's I was just telling here. people how great you were. Wait, he's listening. <laughs> anyway, the highlight of this day for this April the 18th, before I get distracted came in 1983 when 63 people, including 17 Americans, were killed at the U.S. Embassy in Beirut in Lebanon by a suicide bomber. In 1775, Paul Revere began his famous ride from Charlestown to Lexington, Massachusetts, warning colonists that British regular troops were approaching. In 1906, a devastating earthquake struck San Francisco, followed by raging fires, Estimates of the final death toll range between 3,000 and 6,000. In 1923, the first game was played at the original Yankee Stadium in New York. In 
the Yankees defeated the Red Sox 4-1. In 1934, the first laundromat, called a Wash Hataria, opened in Fort Worth, Texas. In 1938, Superman, a.k.a. the Man of Steel, made his debut as the first issue of Action Comics, bearing a cover date of June, went on sale for $0.10 cents a copy. In 2014, a nearly flawless original copy was sold on eBay for $3.2 million. In 1943, Admiral Isukaru Yamamoto, commander-in-chief of the Japanese Combined Fleet, was shot down and killed by U.S. fighters while approaching Borgenville in the Solomon Islands. In 1945, famed American correspondent Ernie Pyle was killed by Japanese gunfire on the Pacific island of Il Shima off Ikenawa. He's actually our thought for today, which we'll tell you at the end of the broadcast. In 1956, American actress Grace Kelly married Prince Rainier of Monaco in a civil ceremony. A church wedding took place the next day. In 1978, the Senate approved the Panama Canal Treaty, uh, providing for the complete over, complete turnover of control of the waterway to Panama on the last day of 1999. In 1988, an Israeli court convicted John Demunjak, a retired auto worker from Cleveland, of committing war crimes at the Treblinka death camp in Nazi-occupied Poland. However, Israel's Supreme Court later overturned his conviction. In 1995, quarterback Joe Montana retired from professional football. Also, the Houston Post closed after more than a century. And in 2013, the FBI released surveillance camera images of the two suspects in the Boston Marathon bombing and asked for the public's help in identifying them, hours after President Obama and First Lady Michelle Obama attended an interfaith service at a Roman Catholic cathedral. WKRB News time is approaching 10.01. Wow, that took a long time. Uh, we still have a lot more to cover on the update this Thursday. When we come back, we'll give you a recap of our top story. A New Jersey man arrested after entering St. Patrick's Cathedral with two, gal- with two cans of gasoline. We'll tell you about that. We'll also give you another check of your traffic and weather together. We'll go to Wall Street. We'll talk some business news that's happening there. Later on, we'll talk national news as in less than an hour. Uh, the Mueller report will be released to the public. But the president is blasting the investigation as the greatest political hoax of all time. We'll tell you more about that. And in our honorable mention today, the end will soon be nigh for the MetroCard. They showed off their new tap-based payment system known as Omni at a board meeting in lower Manhattan. It's all coming up in our next half hour. We pause 10 seconds right now for our station to identify itself. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Thursday morning with Rich the Ghost in spirit with us <laughs> Rich. Uh, here on 90.3 WKRB. News for New Yorkers who never saw moving. You're listening to The Update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. 
Beach to Bay Ridge, Flatbush to Canarsie, Midwood to the Rockaways. We are 90.3 FM, WKRB, Kingsboro Community College, Brooklyn, New York. Hi, this is Carvel Gray, and tune in with me on the Soul Jazz Phenom every Sunday from 1 to 3 p.m. Travel through the music world. Some call it old school. Others call it classics. You'll hear artists like The Temptation. Donny Hathaway. Herbie Hancock. And each program will profile an artist like Nina Simone. Much more than this. I did it my way. And Marvin Gaye. Oh, what's going on? What's going on? So you'll be crazy not to tune in every Sunday from 1 to 3 p.m. right here on 90.3 WKRB and uh, WKRB.org. You're listening to Brooklyn's best rhythmic station, 90.3 WKRB with Brandon Julian. Now, the update continues on 90.3 WKRB. It's everything that you need to know because anything can happen in New York. And good morning again, everyone. Welcome back to the update on the Thursday morning, which the ghost decided to hang around with us still. Uh, It's a cloudy Thursday around here. But uh, we are on the road to spring break. We're making the clubhouse turn. It's knocking on the door, waiting to be let itself in and all its glory and waiting us to do things with it. Yeah, things. <laughs> anyway, I'm Brandon Julian. Thank you so much for uh, staying with us alongside uh, alongside uh, Chris, and Chris and George. Uh, let's get you a recap of our top story this morning. And that's that a New Jersey man has been arrested after entering St. Patrick's Cathedral with two cans of gasoline. Police say the 37-year-old man was stopped by security after he entered the landmark cathedral in Manhattan just before 8 o'clock last night. Uh, As the man was turned, police say gasoline spilled out onto the floor. Uh, Security then notified nearby police who questioned the man outside the church and took him into custody. Police say the man was carrying over four gallons of gas, two bottles of lighter fluid, and two butane lighters. Uh, Police are currently still talking to the man who claimed his minivan had run out of gas. The incident, of course, comes just days after flames ravaged the Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris. There's our top story on the update this Thursday. Uh, let's get you around the city in the tail end of the morning rush. Whether you're traveling by train or by car, WKRB News Time is now 10.05. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for traffic and weather together. Uh, let's get you started again with a check of the uh, local subways. Uh, your four, five, six, uh, N, Q, R, and W trains, along with your uh, one, two, and three trains, and the Staten Island Railway, they have midday planned work. For more in-depth information, you can check your customer information center at your local subway station on their weekday work, or you can visit mta.info. They have all the information up there as well. 
Uh, your Broad Street bound J trains, so you may experience some longer than expected wait times while after they got medical assistance for a sick customer over at Broadway Junction. Uh, other than that, all the other subways are running on or close to schedule. <clears throat> and you have just the... Uh, <clears throat> I really need to think some tea over this break. Uh, you just have the residual always the building traffic as you head to and from the George Washington Bridge. Alternate side parking and meter rule, alternate side parking, I should say, is suspended today for Holy Thursday. But the meter rules are still in effect. You got to pay them. And uh, garbage and recycling is on schedule. Uh, let's, de- let's take another look right now at the exclusive WKRB forecast. Uh, we, well, we did, uh, we did rock, paper, scissors, uh, during the break about who's doing, who's doing weather this time around. If you think, is that, you guys figured out who's, uh, who, already, who, won, who, <laughs> who won that round of rock, paper, scissors, by the way? Oh, uh, George did. He did? Yes. He did? Okay. I'm the master at it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, George will give us uh, details right now about our exclusive uh, WKRP forecast. Right. So right now there's probably a chance of light rain from now until 2 p.m. and a slight chance of drizzle light rain after 2 p.m. Cloudy. Uh, we have a high of 63 degrees. And for tonight, a slight chance of drizzle or light rain, uh, mostly cloudy otherwise, with a low of 56 degrees. And for Friday... Areas of drizzle before noon and a chance of showers or thunderstorms after. Uh, otherwise, a high of 70 degrees. And for Friday night, a low around 60 degrees uh, with gusty winds and showers and thunderstorms possible. For Saturday, continuing showers and thunderstorms before noon. Uh, otherwise, a steady temperature of 63 degrees. Thank you very much, George. Currently outside right now, it's 54 degrees and cloudy. Humidity is at 56%, winds out of the east at 6 miles per hour. 54 degrees, we're going up to around 63 this afternoon. Uh, WKRB News Time now, 10.08. Uh, let's talk some business news briefly on this Thursday. And we've learned that the number of Americans filing for unemployment benefits dropped to the lowest level in nearly half a century. The Labor Department says claims for jobless aid fell by about 5,000 last week to 192,000, the lowest since September of 1969. You guys know what you were doing in September of 1969? I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you were going to, we were hanging around Woodstock, but okay. And shout out to my parents, uh, 1969. The four-week average, which is less than volatile, dropped by 6,000 to 201,250. The lowest since November of 1969. Weekly claims have been at historically low levels, below 300,000 for more than four years. Uh, unemployment claims are a proxy for layoffs. The low levels show that most American workers enjoy job security. The unemployment rate is 3.8%, the lowest <clears throat> in almost 50 years. WKRB News Time Now 1010. When we come back on the update this morning, it's time to talk national news. And in less than an hour, the wait will be over as the Mueller report finally gets released to the public. And literally, <clears throat> uh, Chris, didn't, Chris doesn't know it, but I only have two national stories today. Wait, so this time? 
I only have two national stories, so this will be the briefest U.S. update we've ever had. All right, let's do it. Uh, I want to thank George for being. I don't want to thank George for being in on the Thursday before spring break. Nice to have you in, sir. Thank you very much. Chris is going to be hanging around. National news coming up in just one minute. This is the update with Brady Julian on a Thursday morning with with uh, Rich the Ghost here ninety point three WKRB. Keep it tuned in to WKRB. The update returns in a moment. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, We'll probably stay together. Probably? It's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Listen to us on Mixcloud to learn more about the stories that matter to you. And did you miss out on any episode of The Update? Listen to us anytime at Mixcloud.com slash the WKRB Update. Welcome back uh, to The Update of Brandon Julian here on 90.3 WKRB. We are also streaming online on WKRB.org. Our WKRB news time is now 10-12. It is time to talk some national news on this Thursday. And for our first of two stories, we go to Washington, where as we speak, the Attorney General William Barr is speaking about, uh, about the Mueller report, which is supposed to be released to Congress and the public at around 11 o'clock this morning. But the president is blasting the investigation into Russian election meddling as the greatest political hoax of all time. Remember, he called it a witch hunt. uh, Just hours before the long-awaited release of the Mueller report. Trump's first tweet of the day blasted investigators. He tweeted, quote, Crimes were committed by by crooked, dirty cops and the DNC slash the Democrats. Although there's no evidence of that. Trump frequently calls the probe into contact between his 2016 campaign in Russia, as you said, a witch hunt. But after nearly two years of waiting, America will get its first glimpse of Mueller's report later today. But not before Attorney General William Barr is weighing in right now at his press conference. A redacted version of the nearly 400-page report will be delivered to Congress on CDs. Not sure why it's on CDs. Between 11 o'clock and noon, and then be posted for the public on the special counsel's website. And finally, this morning, down in Parkland in Florida, 
there's no exact blueprint for dealing with the trauma of a school shooting because uh, such tragedy, survivor, and community is different. Uh, mental health resources range from therapy dogs at school to support groups and in-home counseling. Uh, some survivors wait years to get help, making it difficult to understand the full impact. But the struggle is getting them to seek help in the first place. In the two decades since the Columbine High School massacre, a network of survivors has emerged. They reached out to the newest victims to offer support. Julia Brighton says she felt ashamed to get counseling after a gunman killed 17 people at our Parkland, Florida high school last year. But after months of therapy, the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School sophomore says she realized, quote, there's nothing to be afraid of because it made me a better person. We'll be back with the celebrity birthdays for this day uh, when the update with Brandon and Julian for a Thursday morning returns in just two minutes. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Listen, as a hiring manager, I've got to tell you, the best job candidate isn't always the typical candidate. Sometimes they're a grad of life. Meet the grads of life. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Sometimes the best candidates aren't the ones you're used to. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. <laughs> the dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Open calendar. What's my schedule looking like? Next Thursday, you will be caught in an emergency flash flood between Park and First Street. What? No, no, that, that doesn't work. I'm, I'm busy then. Decline. De decline. Disasters don't plan ahead, but you can. It starts with talking to your loved ones about making an emergency plan. So don't wait. Communicate. Get started today at nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. From New York City, it's after 10 a.m. Do you know who your boyfriend is? This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. This is the update, and it is time to talk about our celebrity birthdays. Actor Clive Revel is 89 years old. Actor James Dury is 85. Actor Robert Hooks is 82. Actress Haley Mills is 73. Actor James Woods is 72, so is actress and director Dorothy Lyman, and so is actress Cindy Pickett. Country musician Walt Richmond also 
Also, country musician Walt Richmond from The Tractors is 72. Country musician Jim Scholten from Sawyer Brown is 67. Actor Rick Moranis is 66. <clears throat> Actress Melody Thomas Scott is 63. Actor Eric Actor Eric Roberts is also 63, and so is actor John James. Rock musician Les Pattinson from Echo and the Bunnymen is 61. Author and journalist Susan Faldy is 60. Actress Jane Levies is 58. Ventriloquist and comedian Jeff Dunham is 57. Talk show host Conan O'Brien is 56. And so is bluegrass singer and musician Terry Eldridge. Hashtag Team Coco. And so is actor Eric McCormick. Actress Maria Bello is 52. Actress Mary Birdsong is 51. And so is actor David Hewlett. Rock musician Greg Eklund from the Ulas is 49. And so is actress Lisa Lucero. Actress Tamara Braun is 48. And so is TV chef Ludoric Leferbe. So is actor Phaedro Starr. And so is actor David Tenement. Country musician Marvin Evan is 45. So is rock musician Mark Termonti. And so is rhythm and blues singer Trina from Trina and Tamara. Actress Melissa Joan Hart is 43. So is actress Son McGuire. And so is actor Kevin Rankin. Actor Bryce Johnson is 42. Reality TV star Courtney Kardashian is 40. Detroit Tigers first baseman Miguel Cabrera is 36. Actress America Ferreira is 35. Actor Tom Hughes is 34. Actress Ellen Wolgom is uh, from Marvel's Inhumans is 32. Actress Vanessa Kirby is 31. Actress Elia Shawquat is 30. Actress Britt Robertson is 29. Actress Chloe Bennett is 27. Rock singer Nathan Sykes from The Wanted is 26. And actor Moses Arias is 25. Those are the celebrity birthdays for this uh, April the 18th. The end, people, is about to be nigh. No, I'm not talking about the end is nigh for society. I mean, the end will soon be nigh for no, the we'll Metro card. For a while. The MTA, they showed off their new tap-based payment system, known as Omni, at a board meeting in Lower Manhattan yesterday. We have a bunch of honorable mentions to tell you about uh, when the update with Brandon Julian returns in just 60 seconds. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council.
Welcome back uh, to the update, everyone, preemptively, because uh, technology because technology seems to be giving us some issues. The day before spring break, great. Fi- Firefox isn't Firefox has not been our fr- has not been my friend recently. I don't know why. I haven't done anything. I haven't done anything to. Oh wait, Firefox I, know, I, know to, uh, I know who it is, Brendan. It's who Rich. Is- Probably, how do you think about it? It probably is rich. <laughs> I blame you, Rich. The sound has gone away, though, so it probably is not him. I blame you, Rich, for... have. For, I blame you, Rich, for... <clears throat> Woo! Let's get crazy! Now it decides he wants to play. In movies, when someone at a party jumps into a pool fully Technology's, dressed, everyone cheers them on and jumps in, too. Just so you know, in real-life parties... Nobody... Technology's just weird, folks. I, I, don't know, I don't know. What, I honestly just don't know what to tell you. Technology, it's a weird thing. It's a really, really weird thing. This is a case in point. We like it when it works for us. We don't when it doesn't. Anyway, luckily for me, luckily for me, I brought my phone in here. So I have all the, I have all the, uh, all our, I have all the stories we're going to talk about uh, here. But first, oh, but first... A word from Jazz about how you can listen to us when we're not on the air. Did you miss a live edition of the update? Be sure to check out the update podcast. Get local national news, sports, an honorable mention, and more in 15 minutes or less. Search for the update with Brandon Julian on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Also, check out the extra update after each show on Facebook Live and IGTV for a headline check and another look at the exclusive WKRB forecast. We're working out the logistical issues. For some reason, Firefox does not want to respond. Not sure why. I think uh, I think we need to uh, um, we need to bribe it with a uh, whole bunch of stuff here. Uh- <laughs> we need to no 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 man no <laughs> no we need to bribe Rich to give us back Firefox. Anyway, uh, I have the weirder but true stories. Not weirder but true. What the heck am I talking about? Honorable mentions. It's honorable mention time. It's the end of a show. Don't get don't get confused here. Anyway, first we will lead off with the Metro card. Uh, the MTA, we've talked about it. If you've ever listened to our show, uh, you know that the MTA has been subject to delays, cancellations, misconnections, and at times just general turmoil. Well, yesterday the MTA showed off their new a tap-based payment system known as Omni at a board meeting yesterday in Lower Manhattan. The system, short for One Metro New York, will eventually replace the Metro card and will allow riders to pay with a fare card linked to a bank account, a mobile wallet payment, or the MTA app. You see, the system will allow riders to tap their way into a subway system. Uh, It's scheduled to debut at 16 subway stations along the 4, 5, and 6 lines in Lower Manhattan and Brooklyn, as well as all Staten Island buses by the end of May. Uh, MetroCards, don't worry, MetroCards will still be around until at least 2023. So the future, the end will be nigh for the MetroCard in about four years. So save them up. Save up your MetroCards. Well, you can. Let's talk about Jeopardy for a moment. Uh, Alex Trebek, we all know him. He's been battling health issues. But Jeopardy champion broke his own record yesterday in his 10th straight win on the show. Hal Holzhauer 
earned $131,127, breaking the record of $110,914 he set back on April the 9th. He now owns the top four spots for single-game winnings on Jeopardy and is second in total winnings, trailing only, only Ken Jennings. I don't think Ken Jennings will ever be caught, at least his record. Uh, Holhauser is a, nap- is a native of Naperville, Illinois, and lives in Las Vegas, where he works as a professional sports better. Personally, he's ruined Jeopardy for me. I don't believe that people who bet things who bet things professionally should be allowed to play Jeopardy. That's what happened to Pete Rose. That's why Pete Rose will never get in the Hall of Fame it's in Major League sad, Baseball. Really, but gambling's gambling. It is. That's why Pete Rose will never get in the Hall of Fame because he bet on professional uh, on professional games, yeah, professional grounds. But I mean, yeah, while honestly, it, what, that's happened while he was a manager of the team. Yeah, but I think with Pete Rhodes, it might be a different story. Like, you know, sometimes, like, you could still give somebody a chance, whether if it's, like, after a long time, you know, mishap. But it all depends. Anyway, finally this morning, we'll end things with bacon. There's a new study that claims that eating one slice of bacon a day could increase your risk of cancer. Researchers tracked nearly half of a million adults in the United Kingdom for five years. They found for every 25 grams of processed meats, like sausage or bacon, eaten every day, a person's risk of colorectal cancer went up 20%. Uh, 25 grams is about 0.8 ounces and roughly equates to a thin slice of bacon. Red meat also caused an increase in risk, but it took a larger amount for the same effect. Uh, Researchers discovered when a person ate over it, ate just over an ounce of half, ounce and a half of red meat, their cancer risk increased by 19%. A typical hamburger is about four ounces of uh, of red meat. Interesting premise there. I like bacon. WKRB News Times now 1028. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for traffic and weather together. Again, I'll repeat for the record, I like bacon. Final check of your rail conditions or you're heading out to the subways right now. Uh, you're one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, L, N, Q, R, and W trains on the Staten Island Railway. They all have midday planned work. For more in-depth information, you can check your customer information center at your local subway station under weekday work. Or you can visit mta.info. They have all the information up there as well. Uh, other than that, all the other subways that do not have planned work on them, they are running on or close to schedule. Alternate side parking and meter rules, they are in effect, and garbage and recycling is on schedule. Uh, I'll take the final look at I'll take the final look at our forecast because I have my phone right in front of me. Uh, <laughs> uh, for today, we'll have a uh, chance of rain or drizzle in the afternoon. Highs around uh, sixty three. Uh, for tonight, we'll have mostly cloudy skies, mild, lows around 60. Tomorrow for your Friday, a couple of thunderstorms, possibly around highs around 70. Any rain that falls during the time could possibly be heavy. Tireless rain. Uh, and then on Saturday, periods of rain, highs around 64. So isn't that just great? Uh, currently outside right now, it's 54 degrees and cloudy. Humidity is at 63%. Winds out of the southeast at 10 miles per hour. 54 degrees. We're going up to around 63 this afternoon. 
Our thought for today is from Ernie Pyle, uh, born in 1900 and died in 1945. Our thought for today is, war makes strange giant creatures out of us, little routine men who inhabit the earth. I'm going to let you guys ponder on that as we say in the words of Walter Cronkite. That is the way way it is. That's my line. I know. I'm sorry. I just wanted to say it. Let me try that again. Our thought for today is from Ernie Pyle, born in 1900 and died in 1945. Our thought for today is war makes strange giant creatures out of us, little routine men who inhabit the earth. I'm going to let you guys ponder on that as we say... In the words of Walter Cronkite, that's the way it is. Thursday, April the 18th, 2019. That is the update on this Thursday. I'm Brandon Julian. We appreciate you joining us. Hoping your news is good news. Chris is going to hop over on the other side of the desk and have you next with Brooklyn's Best Rhythmic Music. We're back tomorrow morning at 9.30. Uh, For all of us here at WKRB, thank you so much for joining us. Just mind the skies if you're going to be heading out this afternoon. That threat of rain with the clouds set up the way they are. It's going to be good Uh, weather. Hopefully so. Uh, (laughs) I want to thank Chris for being in as usual. Thanks for joining us, and of course, as always, thanks for having us in for news.